0: i ass
1: now. <laughs> you have to be fast in the track. I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life.
0: Those absolute clowns. at 15bmx.com Go on to my best. If it happens then. It's good. My
1: butt got stretched a little bit. I got a tight little butt.
0: I'm about to light this shit up. <laughs>
1: Uh, We don't start dialing at 9.30 because our clients are already answering the phone. Three, two, one. Let's box!
0: Show 170. Man, already at 170. Colombian World Cups 1 and 2. Are we going to call them 1 and 2?
1: I think we got it. I think we got to. I I like what we call them by the country. Uh, We'll just call it 1 and 2. I know there's two races, but Colombia won is this past weekend.
0: And they're obviously not, yeah, they're not the first... To world cup we'll call it columbia one for the weekend how about that columbia one yeah. and columbia yeah okay yeah we'll break columbia. down
1: day by day but columbia one
0: all right yeah the Colombian one world cups weekend um great racing good show looking forward to bringing it down lots lots to talk about as usual some standout performances the big dogs were back absolutely feasting at this world cup
1: <laughs> absolutely go having a dig just you know in there having a feast
0: they are they were yeah. uh Progate Europe, when he starts the great gate, Cam fucking Wood, man, lit the weekend on fire, 2-1 on the weekend. What a – I want to say come out weekend. I know he's had great results, but I feel like this was the Cam Wood coming out party that we'll get into, and he did it all on a, on a Progate Europe.
1: I, I do think we can agree that on the same thing. That he Something about it felt like a breakout performance. Um, it all started with his starts. Both days, the semi and the finals, both days, like his – starts you want to talk about a guy who knows how to get a good start in a pro gate europe cam would has figured it out he clearly has figured it out
0: um so let's start with the track a bit what do we what do you think of the track is watching i think it made for really good racing like pretty fair first straight you could whole shot from anywhere first jump looked pretty tech like obviously the lip is super peaky so it looks hard to to get through going full speed cleanly um looks like you get caught off balance second straight also looked kind of tricky like the second one you could over jump pretty easily and then you know the third straight looked kind of basic but really you could pass anywhere that's kind of my analysis from watching how did it ride
1: yeah i think it sounds pretty much spot on and the we'll start right from the get-go like the gate nice and fast here which is really it's enjoyable to race off of okay you're Um, Europe. get yours today um pretty kinky kink if you know what i'm talking about it's got a it's got an absolute kinky kink i love a good kinky kink we're talking like a lane one, Argentina kinky kink. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, quite an aggressive air off that, then, bad boy. Dude, you literally could, I think <laughs>
0: those ones it's, it's noticeable. Like if you drop your wheel right before it, it's a bit more noticeable on those ones for sure.
1: You seem to get the effects for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, so the first slip of the first jump is a, is a wall, um, feels like you hit just an absolute kind of curb wall in your face. Um, And then the jump's not very, I wouldn't say the jump first jump is small by any means, but because that lip is so kicky, it makes it, it makes it pretty tough to get good backside. Um, I think you probably noticed a lot of people over the weekend, every once in a while, every lap, there's going to be at least a guy or two that's taking it a little deep, getting a little caught off guard by the lip. Cause even if you're ready for it, man, it just hits you in the face. Um, so it's pretty tough, but yeah, the first straight, like you said, fantastic for racing. I think there's got a lot of guys going to the outside, going from the middle, um, Inside wasn't always the fastest play. I think. I think if you had first pick, you'll see it, like everyone was still kind of picking inside. George was still going one, but um, outside picks were favorable as well, or outside lanes. Um, and then yeah, the track was very raceable. Like the second straight's kind of small. The first two a little bit technical because you got to get down on that second one um, to get set up for the jump into the second turn. So there was some like mistakes happening there. People making passes, which was good as well. And then, yeah, the last two straights a little basic, but at the same time, at that point, it kind of just let people race, which was pretty cool. I think it worked out really well. Um, it does seem weird to me that the tracks these days we're going faster and faster, but the jumps feel like they're getting smaller and smaller. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they're
0: probably similar size, but everyone's just going so fast that they're gonna just feel small. Is that what um, it, you
1: think? Yeah, I guess it's kind of. Part I mean. Of the
0: Obviously, I'm not riding them, so I'm looking. I'm looking from the broadcast, but yeah, I, I think everyone's just going so fast that for sure, like some tracks are smaller. Like this isn't a big second straight, but you pair it with everyone going really fast, and it's going to be tough to get through and catch backside. Um, totally. Saw my guy Pills had a had a moment in practice on the first jump, um, and and young Laura Smolders, man, I think it's the first time I've ever seen her like fucking Dead Sailor a jump ever um she rode out of it like a champ so that
1: was that just, was entertaining
0: you never see laura mess up a jump ever
1: dude never hey
0: never um so that's kind of funny it's like one of those moments where like oh wow laura made a
1: mistake it's the it tracks you catches people off guard like that that jump it's it hits you in the face like i'm saying it's pretty tricky you think you got it covered next lap somehow it just it'll take you for a ride a little bit even yeah. even that second one there it's not a small jump on the first straight that second one on the first straight. um but people were getting caught off guard by a lip in practice. I saw a few, uh, a mm-hmm. few bar humps, a few uh, very bar hump actions, a few <laughs> dead sailors. Um, yeah, there's some tricky spots in the track, which was kind of cool. So that second straight,
0: kind of random, but reminded me of the World Cup in Norway in 2012. Like, I know you weren't there in mm-hmm. Norway, but yeah. it, the first few, like, really reminded me of it.
1: Totally. I could totally see what you mean. Like, watching it, I remember, like, those ones are really tiny. It's like everyone was kind of chilling before both of them because they knew they are yeah. about to hit a small last jump, eh? Yeah. Um yeah.
0: you tapping brakes up the before the second one at all or no, not that extreme.
1: No, not that extreme. Um yeah, it's it's not that bad. Even if you overshoot, it's not that bad either. So not worry yeah, okay. about that. Um,
0: um it's yeah. interesting too, like the jump into the second corner. Some guys were going two two, some guys like Neek. Um, I think I saw Ren Corral went pull double manual, which was for sure harder, but really, I mean fast and look it was really cool. Yeah. Um probably marginally faster, but generally not as easy to do. I think in racing,
1: yeah, that's what it seemed like too. um, the, the stock line is definitely the jump in, even though it's not a comfortable line, like the landing into the triple, mm-hmm. when you jump off that roller is tight, you come down kind of heavy, so that it's tough to, to get up for that quick little double into the turn. So you it, it makes sense that like someone like the tall guys, like me were pulling in, trying to do the double manual. Cause full speed, it seems like it's not really the most, it's definitely not the easiest line. Um but I definitely, I think it's a little quicker for sure. Maybe yeah. a small amount. You know what? I think it might be a small amount quicker into the turn, but I actually would doubt if it's any quicker to the exit of the turn.
0: It's interesting too, you because your your room for error is much less. And if you make a mistake, it could be catastrophic in the sense of speed loss. Like you could be yeah. pretty Like if you, if you were to really bonk the second one or like not even get the double manual, you're kind of screwed. Whereas if you go 2-2, two, two, like it's safer. So it's interesting mm-hmm. to see, but yeah come to think of it like when they did it i don't think they really pulled a whole lot on the dude behind them
1: no yeah if anything it seems like kind of like the backup and then Mm. it's a backup that kind of keeps you in it because i think if you mess up down the second straight or you're getting cut off and you have to do the jump jump i think that can be slow then if you have to kind of huck on so if you're going a little bit slower i think you keep your pace up a little more with the double manual Um, yeah definitely tricky though
0: and I saw some guys in the third straight, too, were doing the opposite line, which made it fun, because especially if they went <laughs> beside each other, you see, like, guys jumping and landing at different times, which is yeah. just make your fantastic TV.
1: Dude, that's so much fun. Even racing, when when guys are doing that, it feels fun, because you're you're trying to pass somebody knowing they're doing something different. You're like, let's see if my line, like, see if I can beat them with this line. It's just, it's it's a really cool feeling.
0: Yeah, and like we talked about, the last straight's long. Like, there's, you can make passes down the last straight. Like, you can't hide anywhere on this track. I, I like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a good good amount of sprint from that roller to the finish line. I think a few people got caught off guard, got line nipped. I think I think Corbin got line nipped on Sunday. Um, I didn't see it, but that's what I heard. So people were making passes all over. And th- those last two jumps down the last straight, I mean, kind of basic, but out th- at the same time, if you're going full speed, you know, you still got to be precise. So it still caused a little bit of a shakeup, I think. Um,
0: it came through well on the TV broadcast. Like, I think mean, the broadcast – Like Rich and Sinead did a good job. The camera work was pretty good. They had this one angle, though, sometimes in the start that will almost seem like it was in the stands, which is kind of odd. Usually they don't have that. But it's better, I think, than when they zoom in randomly on one guy, like in lane one or whatever. So the camera work I thought was pretty good and like the show was pretty good. I think the sentiment I got from most people is a lot of people want to be able to watch the motos, even if it's like a Mm -hmm. somehow limited capacity or whatever, instead of just watching live timing, if you're like really into it. Um, I understand why the, they do cores onwards because it's better TV package, but I think for the diehard BMXer, they certainly want to be able to watch all the rounds. Um, did have a couple people ask me where to watch it. So this is the, you know, sweeping declaration. You just Google it. Like you just Google BMX world cup five, 2022, and it's going to come up. Um, but it's on YouTube guys. It's on YouTube. (laughs) We need to have a rant about this. I can't stand
1: this anymore. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. Isn't it? Every time. I guess we do call it. I, would we call ourselves BMX media at this point? Are we? Are we a form of BMX media? I w- yeah, we would. Even though we don't view ourselves that way, yeah, we, we. We're not. We're not news though. We're not like the news media. We're not the news. Outlet. No, no, we're no, not the Source of information. I think the
0: media is very. Yeah, I would say it's would be loose loose media. But we're. I guess. <laughs> certain, I guess you would consider us.
1: Yeah, BMX media, yeah. Because I yeah, when people would come to us, I would, and my first reaction in my head was like. Why are you coming to us? We're in the same boat you are. Like, I see the message. I'm like, you think that Tori or me have any more information than you do? Like, we're getting the same <laughs> sources. We're looking up the same thing. Yeah. We're just finding it. Like, if anything, I always go to 15 BMX because they always got the schedule and everything you need to know about it. Like, they're just my go-to. Yeah. Like yeah. So,
0: 15 BMX, obviously, they've been very supportive of Coffee Chatter, Lar, awesome guy, all that. They are like legit BMX media. Yes. Go to okay. them. Yeah. Yeah, they have interviews, the whole thing. They tell you where to watch, all that, all that good stuff on 15bmx.com. Um, the funniest part like, too was
1: it's always the same place. Like the World Cups haven't changed for the past two World Cups earlier this year. Or the no, past four. Just, the same yeah. place.
0: Same place. It's just 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 Google it. <laughs> another thing, I, another thing I will say, you know, people are always saying we can't, you know, why can't we get on TV? All this. Yeah. I mean, there was 2,600 people watching the live feed. So, I think that would probably the main
1: reason why. That's low, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's not a whole lot but compared yeah. to other sports. Like, I'm not saying that to you know, whatever. Yeah. i I love the sport and I'll watch it, but like, I think we just have to be realistic. That there's, I mean, there's only 2,600 people
1: watching live. And it's something I think I've, I've quite come to terms with. I think as well, it's not like we're not shooting million millions of viewerships. Like the numbers aren't in the millions. It is what it is. So yeah. Do mm-hmm. I do I think though if we had I don't think Olympic Channel is the best platform for us to be hosting our races on. I will say that because even myself for one thing, okay, it's awkwardly hard to find sometimes on Olympic Channel. Like when I watch races on USA BMX YouTube, it just pops up on my feed all the time
0: mm-hmm. on
1: YouTube, but for some reason Olympic Channel I have a harder time finding it. Um also, this weekend it wasn't available in Colombia at least to watch. When I went to watch the replay of it, I had to use my VPN to watch it on YouTube because I think it's being, I think it is actually going to TV later on or it was yeah. on TV during the day.
0: So the uh, Colombian TV probably have the broadcast rights, I would think.
1: Probably. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking okay. too.
0: I don't know exactly how it works, but that's what I would think would happen. Yeah.
1: Which would um, make sense.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it does get shown in many countries. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, obviously, they have Mariana and Carlos and an, and an invested interest in the sport in Colombia. Yeah. Um, but, like, realistically, like, if you're going to pitch it to, like, a I don't know, ESPN, like, they're, they're not going to show it.
1: How much of a percentage do you think South America, specifically Colombia, has on the viewership of watching a World Cup? Would you put it up there as high as 25%? That too way, way too high? And I, I ask that's a high percentage because I'm going to go off of just the amount of riders that seem to be ride, ride BMX here, how big of a star Mariana Carlos is, how big the press conference was like the the amount of we'll get to that, but the amount of media that was at the press conference it just seems like there could be a very big portion of viewers from Columbia. Yeah, I, I, it might be like 50, 60. I don't know. Like, I mean, probably was, like a majority. Yeah. Be
0: wild. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's huh. probably, it's probably a majority viewership is Columbia, is Colombian.
1: They got a, they got a strong BMX presence. They clearly love it too.
0: She has moved the needle more than any single person in our sport ever without, and it's not even close.
1: Yeah, man. We're not even in the country to see how much the needle moves, but we can see it from afar in the same sense, which is why.
0: Yeah. Like Tiger Woods to golf, or like LeBron to basketball, that people tune in just to watch one person. She's that one person in our sport. There's no one Dude. else that's like that.
1: The fact that we were comparing her to them, to those two legends, is baffling in the best way. Like that's yeah. The only, the,
0: yeah. I was gonna say the only reason that it seems like crazy to compare her to that is because BMX isn't as big of a sport. But like she's that she's that's how big she is in Colombia. She's like a LeBron or or a tiger yeah so it's wild, it's wild to think about yeah yeah because we don't you know whatever she's mariana and she, like we know she's a star but it, you know she's a bmxer and friend and whatever but like that's that's what she's like to bmx and she's mm-hmm. moved the needle that's how much she's moved the needle for all of us in the sport
1: totally yeah
0: and so it's gonna it's gonna suck for the sport when she retires and for sure people Colombia will still watch it because i think she's brought on a lot of people to just watch the sport and like it and i mean carlos is racing and Colombia's good riders coming up but i mean most people just tune in to watch her
1: it's fair if you talk to anybody outside of Colombia and you don't really know much about bmx i've the only person that i've ever heard somebody say that they know is her like, like
0: probably yeah, the reason why like Colombia has on no national TV is because of her. I mean, if she doesn't yeah. do much, they probably would. I mean, they might now because Carlos has obviously won two bronzes too. But in general, like it happened because of her.
1: No, I 100% have to agree as well. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough day when she she's left such remark, though. I think when she leaves, it'll be fine. But it would be a tough day to see her retire.
0: Yeah, biggest yeah biggest star sports ever had and probably will ever have.
1: We're in an era in in sports in general where some, I think, I personally believe some of the biggest stars, we've been watching some of the biggest stars for the past 10 years in sports. Mm -hmm. And I think the next five to 10 is going to be tough seeing a bunch of them retire.
0: Like Michael Phelps is one of them.
1: Yeah, Michael Phelps.
0: Yeah, he's not swimming anymore. And like the US always has big stars, but he was like the big one. Yeah. yeah, He's seen both. Like, I mean, 100 meter now, like for sure it's still followed, but most people wouldn't be able to name any like the world champion 100 meter
1: no nope. roger federer the big three are starting to kind of hit their the older ages roger federer's down like i've seen so much about him now yeah tennis like yeah it's wild um uh, yeah hey, yeah mariana's up there she's the queen she's queen for a reason
0: yeah so. and like i mean tiger is like old but he's still playing a bit but it's gonna be sad when he's not anymore like you just is. i love seeing those people it's cool to, to see I don't know, an, an icon. I'm,
1: I'm going to just put my hand up right now. I'm going to cry when Tiger, when, when Tiger retires, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry. I'm tearing up thinking of like, I'm already like, I, my eyes are listening, thinking about like, man, it's going to be emotional. <laughs> I'm going to have to yeah, take a day off training. I'm, I, if I'm working, I can't work that day. Whatever I'm doing in my life, I'm going <laughs> to need a day.
0: I don't think he'll ever actually retire. I think he'll just kind of like
1: transition roles. Okay, you, you don't think he'll ever come out with a press conference that says I'm retiring from professional golf because even if he does do that it's weird in golf that he he'll still probably play the masters just because yeah, exactly
0: so so no I think golf's weird that way that no he probably won't ever retire because you don't yeah. really you don't really you almost don't retire in that sport
1: do you wish they did do you think they should
0: no because it's fucking badass that those legends can play and they're like 60.
1: And like they're it not gonna crazy. win. Who cares? Yeah, and they still make if they they can play like a Champions Tour and still make money, like good money off.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's gonna be sad when Mariana retires. I think.
1: Dude, yeah. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of guys out there right now. I think it's gonna be sad when they're done. Yeah,
0: like it, oh. it's cool to realize that we have someone like that in BMX.
1: Yeah, hundred percent it is. Hey.
0: Because everyone else, it's like oh, most people are like whatever, well known in the sport, but like we've only had really her be like transcend the sport if as, as they say
1: in the way she has yeah yeah um i mentioned it before the the pre-race press conference she was part of it of course carlos was part of it um a few other writers of course too world champ simon was um it was a real press conference by the looks of the photos that were taken from it the amount of cameras the amount of media that was there from the public media not just bmx media it was a real press conference and it's I think that's the dream. That's what we've been waiting to see. Hell yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. We need it on on YouTube. We need it filmed on YouTube. That's the one thing we're missing. People still want to see it. Like other people around the world, I'm sure would enjoy watching it. I think that's the next step. But that that was a big step forward. And like, we got people out here. Like, this is it. Like I said, I think we assisted it. Panned up. I think we did too. (laughs) You know, we're going to claim it. We assisted it. Give credit where credit's due, I think. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you gotta be a little selfish just as us, you know, taking credit. Should we should we just have a
0: professional racing circuit in South America and just have it in Colombia? Like, should we just have a professional circuit? Why not? I mean, it'd be fucking badass. I'm
1: surprised they don't have a bigger series here. Honestly, because I, I I do feel like I don't know what other tracks they'd use other than here and Mariana's track for mm-hmm. the for the circuit. You'd have to go to small hill tracks what which about, isn't the they have, where
0: they have like they had that um
1: oh they're national champs they had this big hill there too
0: like Barranquilla kia or something right
1: yeah okay so there's another one there that a game they had like one of the south american or or oh California
0: yeah games or something there yeah
1: now i can think of yeah i can picture not think of i can picture two other tracks that would be very well qualified to probably host a big event dude i'm surprised they don't have a bigger series yeah. Maybe we just don't hear about it, part of it, or it's just because they have all these quote-unquote games that they race.
0: Just have a yeah, just have a pro series there that gets some media attention. Wouldn't that be something, eh?
1: Everyone
0: just moves to Columbia and just races full-time in Columbia. Yeah.
1: That'd be wild. Absolutely wild. <laughs> that would be so cool. What a world to be living in. Yeah, And see if they had the... Uh, the, the what's it called? The payout on the checks on the podium... It would look like a ton of money too because in pesos, I mean, you're holding up 50 grand and that's like 20 bucks sometimes. It's very inflated. Yes. Yeah. So that'd be wild That'd be cool. That would be yeah. really cool.
0: So, um, in other news, so we need to talk about why Romaine, Romaine you getting fined 250 Swiss francs for, for throwing the middle finger in Papa Doll. This is laugh out loud funny. And so, what happened?
1: Dude, okay. So, I didn't know about this. I knew about it. So when Romain got put over the turn, uh, the first day in Papendal, apparently, yeah, he threw the middle finger at whoever put him over. It might've been Sylvan, I think. Just, you know, classic pissed off, throw the finger, throw the bird at somebody. Um, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think anybody did. I was talking to Romain on Sunday before racing. He came to the track to pull out because he had, <laughs> he's had an issue with his back. And he's like, I need to pull out of the race because they might've fined me like, two thousand three thousand dollars two thousand francs if you didn't get cleared by the doctor to pull out of the race and i was like are you kidding me like first of all that's crazy first of all what first of all let's talk about that what so apparently i think by the sounds of it you can get fined for pulling out of the race or something without having being medically cleared to pull out or without a good reason or something what apparently what so i don't i don't know the specifics and i'm not gonna say that but it's like there's something there apparently he said so that's why he had to go to the track get the doctor to be like okay yeah you can't race and then he just didn't race
0: so it seems a little ridiculous for one like if you don't want to race you just not have to race i guess yeah. it's probably there to protect it so like you don't you don't like i don't know register and then like pull out to try to manipulate it a certain way i would think is what it's protecting but it still just seems like ridiculous that you have
1: to do that it, yes yeah that's probably why and it's just a little crazy that's that steeper price yeah so to continue that story so as i was like baffled by how much that was he then began to tell me i was like <laughs> how do you know you get fined he's like well i know i got fined because i got actually got fined 250 swiss francs and papadol for flipping the middle finger at, when i went over the turret i was like no fucking way are you kidding me like how do you get fined for that
0: i know it's like that's it's just funny like just you kind of got to live and let live a little
1: in sport 100 percent, you do yeah it's like we're, it's like finding NFL guys when they like you know celebrate after something like if you're not celebrating somebody's face like let them celebrate if if Romain wasn't like physically harming somebody or yelling in somebody's face what's the harm he's doing he's doing no harm
0: I know it's dude, it's I was thinking about this today like I think probably a lot of people in sport haven't or in BMX because it's individual sport haven't played team sports like officials or riders but like like growing up playing hockey it's like every shift that kind of stuff would happen literally every shift and it's just like not a big deal. You're just like, Oh, you fucking suck. You're a joke, whatever. Like you're just constantly. Yeah. And it's just not a big deal. And it's just like in our sport, you finger
1: somebody at fine 250. two fifty. That just, that's a joke. It's it's like, it is like you said, laugh out loud, funny that that's a thing. Yeah. Like people. Yeah. Any sports you look at basketball, they're yelling at each other, hockey, yelling at each other, soccer, they're talking to each other, yelling at each other too. Like every sport, has guys bickering face to face like even baseball i mean like they get fined for it, but like the, the coaches come and yell at the umpires and yeah. whatnot and like a toss of the game sure but it's just it's kind of part of the sport we it's don't really sport. have that you do one little thing in the cycling world it seems like it's like fine you am to see
0: like the rules in our sport are so like so tight and strict like you need to let sport be sport and live a live and let live a little in, in competition and let I think you got to let people do that because it adds to it. If it gets excessive, like if the guy like throws a punch or like oh. threatens an official or, or like goes excessive, obviously you can use your better better judgment. And be Like, yeah, that deserves a fine like any other sport. But if it's just something like that, just who cares? Like it's, why? Yeah. it's like, he's not a little kid in elementary school. Like, oh, little Jimmy, we can't finger people. You deserve a timeout. Like, <laughs> what are we, 12? <laughs>
1: We're, we're adults here okay like yeah. we can control our actions and if we do want to do that we'll do it <laughs> i know like it's an elite sport let it let us self-govern a little like in a sense we should almost be showing that part and i know like we're not going to but like that would attract more people to be like dude what's going on here i want to see this
0: yeah percent. Like, what happened
1: like, what caused this
0: it adds to it and the passion the passion's good as long as it's not excessive or like really harming
1: that's not harming. yeah no, but we talked about Nick Kyrios, the, the tennis player last week a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, he goes excessive, but at the same time, he's bringing eyeballs because of it.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. Like if you, yeah. if you decide to ghost ride your bike in an official, yeah, you deserve a $500 fine. Yeah. But if, you, <laughs> if you just tell someone to F off, that has put you over the corner. I mean, who cares? It's sport. Yeah.
1: There's, I, so um, after there's a good little bit of bickering going on after one of my laps was kind of funny. Um, no one got fined for this because it was just like casual as we we're riding away. But eighth final on day two, it was like me, Neek, uh, Kai White, devo Shippers, Arboleda, like a pretty stacked eighth. Mm-hmm. Arboleda was in one, Kai was in like three, maybe, Neek was in like six, Davo eight. I was in the middle of it. By the second jump, Arboleda was in like lane six, six at least. <laughs> and like i'm talking like oh. kai was out with them neek was obviously you know neek was out pretty good Dave was out good and they we come across the finish line and kai almost ate shit over the second one. like i was a front row seat to see kai like on his wheel anyways they, they'd come across the line and they were giving him some shit for it and it was pretty funny
0: uh, well anything bad or what they say uh
1: nothing too bad just like the classic what the fuck what are we doing here buddy like yeah you know Dude, like what
0: the fuck yeah it's yeah
1: that's sport that is sport like that's like that's that's passion. That's like in the moment reactions. Like that's part of it. If someone's yeah. gonna be an ass like that, obviously he had the right away. He was in first. But if someone's gonna do that and kind of be an ass, like give it back to him.
0: Yeah, and like self-govern a little.
1: Yeah, you got to. Yeah. I think that's the difference too sometimes between a lead and like U23. U23s are still pulling those kind of some of those quote unquote shadier moves. They start to get called out. You're not doing that as much by the time you turn a lead. It's kind of nice
0: too, like in USA BMX, they typically let that stuff go. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a bit more like free flowing.
1: It is, isn't it? Yeah. And as you say, almost self-governed a little bit. Yeah.
0: Like you can actually yeah. race and compete in sport and do that. And it's just kind of all part of it. Like yeah. the rules are way more relaxed. I think that's a better system.
1: Did I tell you when I'm in Louisville, like we died, I can't remember. We obviously talked about Louisville a little bit. One of the motos, one of the guys who's a younger kid, really quick, um, little, faster to the gate than he is around the track completely chopped us over the first jump. And I had to give him a little bit after like, I wasn't having a good weekend to begin with. And I can't remember if I already said it, so I don't want to go over too much, but after the finish, I was like, buddy, this isn't you 23. Like we're racing the pro class. I understand you're fast, but there's no need for what you're doing. Like ease off, buddy. That's awesome. Like, yeah. Oh,
0: that's I'm, I'm an old
1: man hard. in that sense. If you're, if you're going to be doing that stuff, get out of here. There's a <laughs> different, there's a, there's a level of respect. You know how to cut somebody off without cross jump in midair. kind of deal.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I feel like it. I feel like the older kind of pros did more of that like 10, 20 years ago
1: than mm-hmm. me, sure. I agree that there was a lot more of that I think too. And the, the quote unquote self-governed happened more back then. It somebody was way it,
0: more like that, yeah.
1: Somebody new would come into the class and they'd get the business given to them and then they'd, they'd realize what's going yeah. on.
0: <laughs> Although like if, if you're an idiot and do something, the person's gonna wanna cut, do something back at some point, even if totally. it's later in the year or whatever, Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you ever get a welcome to the, the big dog class moment?
0: I was actually thinking one time. So in, like my second pro race was Reno in double A. I was young, like 18. Yeah. And I can't remember. I was racing. It was a semifinal. I was racing Bubba, and I don't know. He didn't like something I did, whether I cut him off. I don't even remember, <laughs> but I think I was in like fifth, the last corner or sixth or something. And he like put me over the turn and like, we. I can't remember if he crashed, but like I crashed. And it wasn't even for fourth. I think it was for like fifth or something. He did it just to send a message. And then I was cooling down after. And he like rode beside me. And he said something like, okay, I had to get you back for some. I don't even remember. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, But yeah, it was, it was whatever. But that's like the most. That's what stands out to me. So it's probably something similar. Like I was obviously 18. He was yeah. like an established legend. And he yeah. didn't like something I did. So he put me over the corner to send a message.
1: I, I'll be honest. I love that. The fact that especially is, that it came up after two It was like i had to get you for it i'm sorry about it like this is what it is
0: and basically what it was yeah and yeah. i was like whatever i didn't care like yeah it's kind of badass though looking back that i was racing bubba and like cut him off and then he got me back in the last corner like looking back it's kind of cool
1: Looking back i love that <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah, cool. that's so cool
0: yeah so i remember that's like one of the yeah probably one of the instances i can think of um i like it yeah 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 Racing dude nothing's more stressful than being fourth in a semi with Bubba and fifth and I got the whole tr- I got the whole experience of that
1: <laughs> just knowing he's so, right there
0: yeah like a couple of months later racing in DeSoto or the next year or something and I was in fourth in the semi and then here the announcer goes and here comes bad Bubba and dude I was just <laughs> swerving all over the place trying to hold him off I just felt him breathing down my neck as soon as you start
1: hearing that like normally you don't hear any now so if you hear that though you're you're shivering in your boots kind of deal. Instant panic. It's <laughs> elbows out, get low, get nervous, and expect the hit at that point. That's um,
0: funny.
1: Anyway, back to uh
0: back to Columbia. Um I was surprised. I think one of the surprises for me on day one just watching was um Joris not making the main. Fuck he looked fast. And I was watching early in the day. Man, I was comparing his lap times to some other guys, dude. He was a full second faster than U23.
1: It's wild, isn't it?
0: Like a full, full second.
1: Yeah. I'm, I saw the tweet and it's like, yeah, you, you want to know the difference. Like, there's a difference right there.
0: Yeah. And it's like, granted, he was faster than a lot of elites winning laps. Like, he was half a second faster than Booty's lap as well. But like, Gobert is one of the, was probably comparable to Joris in elite. Gobert to U23, roughly. And a yeah. full second is, a, is like a mile.
1: Yeah. That's nuts. Um, he looked flawless on the weekend. Overall, he really did. didn't he? Like you could tell those lap, like those laps he was doing were the fastest lap times. Like he was putting in just effortless speed that looked like he was going casual. And then you'd you'd see him like many bikes ahead of the guy in seconds, like holy shit.
0: Yeah, he was noticeably
1: flying. Yeah. So there was that was the surprise to see him go out in semi. Cause I know he had like a hot there was a stack semi. He had uh Ren right beside him that got up really hot, but just the way he was working it, I thought he was going to be no problem into that final. Um, so that was that was the first shakeup. The other another shakeup I saw was, like, I mean, a couple of big dogs, like Isaac, Arboleda, both out early.
0: Yeah, and I didn't see what happened to him because the, the broadcast started in the quarter.
1: But I think from what I remember seeing, he's a motor or two ahead of me. Uh, I know Isaac at least just got he, – he unclipped the first round, so he had to go through the LCQ, I think. Um so they didn't have a great lane pick, which was kind of in the mix, and then just had a stacked eighth final. And then I think something happened in the last two straightaways, might have got balled up a little bit by somebody, and then, yeah, didn't make it, which is – man, it's crazy that that's BMX right there.
0: Yeah, and Isaac comes back, it's on the box day too. Wild. Um, Cam Wood, obviously very impressed the first day. I believe he almost he shot the semi the first day, didn't he? He I did,
1: remember. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did.
0: Whole, yeah. Whole shot the semi the first day. I can almost whole shot at the main again, too. But um, he got neaked. So, good to have neek back on the circuit. I didn't realize, like, I guess I knew, but I didn't realize he hadn't raced the World Cup in whatever, year and a half, which is wild.
1: That is crazy to think about. I didn't, he's been at so many big races and so many AB rounds, yeah. didn't even realize. Uh,
0: but this is a, seems like a
1: perfect track to pick lane eight for him, too. Perfect first straight to go get out at eight. It seemed like there was more than one guy that was trying to take lane eight off and, like, I think Carlos here at this track is often goes out in lane eight and Sylvan was taking lane eight a bunch, which is, I feel like that's not the normal Sylvan thing to do, but he was looking quick down the first straight. So it just seemed like the, the opportunity was there for him to take it. Um,
0: Absolute fucking podium machine. The number
1: 39 always just finds his way. Hey, (laughs) it's just, it's unreal. It was more shocking to see him not on the podium on day two than it was to see him on the podium the first day. Yeah. Yeah. He's a machine. It's crazy. It doesn't matter where he is, what like, what position, what lane, finds a way every time. It's nuts. He was pulling too. Like I posted
0: that video today of him coming from the outside in the quarter and carving around Alfredo. He all shot at Alfie from like whatever lane he was, eight, seven, whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you got to have some balls to do that.
1: Especially, you know, Alfie's one a big dude, and Alfie was flying too. Like there was, Alfie wasn't wasn't off a step or anything. He was quick down that first straight. Yeah. So. so-
0: you know, it's funny, on the quarter, on the first day, Sylvan was an eight and everyone else was one through six. Yeah, You must have had an early pick and just picked eight because my first initial response was like, well, why don't you just pick seven? I've mean, never understood if there's seven people, you pick eight instead of seven. But then I guess if you have an early pick, if you pick seven, there's the potential for someone else to pick eight, someone to pick six. And the whole point of going outside is to have a free lane.
1: So, hundred percent, yeah. So yeah, I, I think, guess that's, yeah, I think that's it right there. Yeah. So, cause yeah, if you're, like you're, the, you're a little bit of an asshole, if you, if you have like first pick, you go seven and then someone goes eight and then you have a free lane. Yes. And six, but then you're like, wait, I just lost my free side. You know what I mean? Yeah. That defeats
0: the purpose of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess yeah. if you have last pick and people go one through six, I'm not picking eight. I'm picking seven.
1: Oh, hundred percent. It's different at that point for sure. Yeah. 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 This weekend I noticed a lot of times the guys that were out in eight were not the guys that had last pick
0: yeah and they want to make sure so it makes sense but yeah so it just always looks funny it, it does doesn't it <laughs> like an initial to the naked eye when you see it you're like what what is this
1: idiot doing what is this idiot doing? <laughs>
0: uh but yeah, no i so just added to his tally he is yeah. just collecting world cup podiums
1: dude he's got to be I don't know if it's possible to catch Laura with World Cup podiums, but he's got to be the front front runner right now of on the men's side for sure. i have to That's check into question. that. That's a good yeah. question. Where's uh, Martin Jasper stats when you need him?
0: Yeah. I'll try, to look, question, I'll try to look
1: it up as I can, but
0: I would like Neek would be, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Uh... Yeah, Neek would be up there too, just based off. I mean, his are probably his percentage of wins to podiums is probably crazy.
0: Yeah, and it kind of sucks. Like you can't compare like Connor and Maris because there's a one-day a World Cup era. Really, they were yeah. doing it. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I mean, it is what it is, but
1: that kind of sucks. No, that's part of it. Like we like looking at stats. It's hard to compare those stats now with that going with that part of it. You know what I mean? You got to multiply it by two for a rough estimate. Yeah, kind of like the years that they've done. Yeah. So instead of six, I got twelve.
0: Cool, I got twelve. That's badass.
1: Yeah, you got them. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck it, you just start saying you got twelve of them.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna start claiming twelve. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say you have to like probably do the conversion of what races you did two at, minus those ones, then times the one you did one at. But you know, I don't care about going in depth like that. This is a janky podcast. We're just gonna throw your number times two. It's a rough estimate. You got to multiply it by. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a rough estimate. Yeah. Um, Kai was pulling this whole weekend. Looked fast first day. Did you see him from the second turn to the third turn? In the? Middle? Oh,
0: my God. I was going to talk about that. Holy. You know, it's like when you play like one of those video games, like you play Super Mario Kart and you get like the, the fucking rocket little thing and you just all of a sudden blow past everyone. That's like Kai White picks up the rocket
1: thing, rocket little attribute thing in the second yeah.
0: corner. Holy smokes.
1: Dude, it was crazy. Like, I thought he was going to go from fourth to second at one point. He was I making was
0: like, people look like they were standing still in the third straight like unbelievable there's track man. speed, there's, track speed and there's what that guy was doing in the main too like sylvan did an exceptional job of holding kai off on the second half of the track because like watching sylvan in the earlier rounds he's his track speed on the second half of the track was noticeably faster and then there was kai on the second half of the track and Sylvain deserves the Nobel prize for holding off Kai around the track or an like Academy award. One of those big fucking awards. Cause Holy crap was that guy coming fast and he just couldn't get around number 39.
1: But my yeah. goodness was he, he had some fucking pace. Dude. It was wild. Like the fact that he, I mean, he started out coming around the first turn and I want to say fifth or six. I'm trying to watch the video back here too. And Obviously kept up to Sylvan down the second straight. Mm-hmm. And then there's like he pulled into the third straight. And it just like somehow right then and there, it's just like, okay, speed boost, boom. Yep. So the fact that yes, like you said, Sylvan was able to stay with him and have to hold him off in that turn and he didn't get chopped or off. Like it was damn impressive.
0: I don't know if another if I don't know many other riders that could hold Kai off on the second half of the track. Like Sylvan is very tactic and how he positioned himself and did it yeah. like A plus job because he was yep. outpaced. Yeah. Um I don't know wow. many other riders that could hold Kai off. Like even a lot of fast riders that just probably don't have the track awareness that Sylvan does to be able to hold him off like that.
1: Damn impressive.
0: It's Damn fucking impressive. unbelievable that he held him off. Because I was watching yeah. it like he's gonna get past and he just <laughs> he just got in his way everywhere. It was really cool.
1: Yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? Smart race, yeah, it, smart rider.
0: It goes to show like if you if you know how to if you know how to ride like race. I don't wanna say properly, but probably race efficiently and position yourself to not get past. You can hold someone off that's noticeably faster in that area.
1: Yeah. Dude, and Kai was doing the, the pull-in double man into the turn, obviously he's tall, he made it work. Dude, he was flying down that second straight too. Like- <laughs> He's so fast, yeah. So then talk about that second jump being small, Kai had no issue sucking that thing up.
0: I think if there's, if, if tracks, like Supercross tracks, like if you can manual certain areas, And it's effective. He's just gonna eat people for breakfast because he can do it so much better than people. Like if it's a more jumping specific track, like his track speed is still gonna be better than you know vast majority of people. But he's probably not gonna make as big of a difference. But on a track like this, where he can use his manualing skills, he's Mm gonna just fucking roll people.
1: Exactly what he did too. (laughs) He just
0: rolled them. Oh, it was so fun to watch. It's amazing when someone like that makes top people. like not talking about Sylvan anymore, but just top people in general look ordinary around the
1: track. Dude, it's insane. Yeah. Like the way that some people look at you, yeah, you look at it, if you see some guy blow by another guy at one of these World Cups, you take that guy that's getting blown by, you put him in a normal scenario at your local mm-hmm. track, and a, a national in your own country, he mm-hmm. looks like he's the guy blowing by people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's the guy doing that. So that just shows how much better like somebody can be sometimes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: wow. and you talk, and like the overall speed of the main is usually pretty close and it's amazing when one person has like more pace than anyone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like it's cool. Really it's entertaining like it. to watch. It really is. Yeah. Practice your track speed kids. It's not all about gates. No, it really isn't. Um, give a shout out to um, one Michael bias. First ever world cup made event on that one. Hell of a, hell of a ride by Michael. Yeah. To get in there. Very impressive. Um, he's been knocking at the door for a while. I think we said like ever since like mm-hmm. last year World Cups, so he was knocking at the door. This year he's been knocking at the door. So it was a matter of time and absolutely put it together, made it happen, got a solid, I think, fifth place, fifth place. Yeah. So that was good. Um, and I think uh Calixto, Miguel Calixto, I think was I don't know if that was his first one, but he was in the final. Um, so it was a good showing by those two guys. I don't know if old Miggy's made one before, to be honest. I, I can't
0: remember one that he would have made, unless he made one in Columbia last year.
1: My only guess was well, no, I don't think Columbia last year because I think he would have been a runner for the Olympic team, which I don't think he was. But I was thinking maybe Turkey if he went there. But I don't know. Turkey was kind of those ones I didn't I don't really remember a whole lot. MJ fact check. Yeah, MJ fact checker. We need you on that one.
0: This is one of those times when MJ's gonna be like, guys, you should have looked it up before the show.
1: He's gonna say that, but you know what? That's not what we do. <laughs> we got it, we got our stuff. We, you know, we go off our thoughts and feelings, we share it. That's not what we do. <laughs>
0: I think I think also people don't realize some of the stuff we talk about. Some people we don't realize we're going to talk about them. So it's not like we can prepare to talk about Miguel because I didn't realize we were going to talk no. about that specifically.
1: We don't just write down the top 20 guys at the race, every stat about them, and just have it ready. We just don't do that. No, no, we don't. We start chatting, things go. Um, I will say, dude, uh, semi on the first day, Booty was looking. I said Booty was looking really quick that day. I thought he was a sure inch. Sure thing mm-hmm. for the final. That Brazilian dude just gave him the business in that first turn, blew him all up. Um, I don't know who the Brazilian guy is. That guy is randomly really fast, though. Man, he's got some heat on first straights.
0: <laughs> he is super fast. Yeah. So you know else's first straights? Molina's first straights are not Gonzalo, The other Molina, fuck, he's fast.
1: Uh, are we talking about U twenty three Molina? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is crazy town elite speed on the first straight He can like he can uncork one that's just like holy smokes
0: uh i'm looking forward to leo Gary, uh, going up to elite
1: it's gonna be entertaining
0: because i think yeah he's straight up dominating that class more or less like he's kind of like a man among boys now in my opinion
1: he's always in the mix up the front now it feels like yeah yeah I didn't, I didn't write much down about or anything about d23 i kind of forgot to oh, write that yeah. in there but entertaining class last this weekend like those top guys are all super quick really fun to watch i have a feeling that a good chunk of those top guys are going to move up to elite after the world cup season's over my yeah bold I prediction. the world
0: cup title right
1: that's my bold prediction yeah, yeah. why not
0: like why wouldn't you you yeah. know
1: that's what i'm thinking there's money up for grabs a title to be made or to be claimed and then after that i mean yeah move up how i how bet you money? we could see like Garion, Nakai, Rico, Bearman, like those kind of guys, maybe Gobert, I don't know, but yeah. How much is it for a
0: World Cup overall title for U23, do you know, off the
1: top of your head? No, I don't know off the top of my head. I could it's guess.
0: Like the 10,000, 10,000 10, still for Elite? 10, I'm going to guess,
1: I'm going to say yes. That's uh, I don't know for a fact, I want to say yes. You notice that's not like a bad overall purse, but it just doesn't really get talked about ever.
0: No, it's pretty good. Like, I got third whatever the last year I did it. I think I made, like, €6,000, maybe, something like that. I
1: mean, I, Five, know six, I know it's, like, it's extremely, extremely hard um, overall to get on the podium. But, like, it's still good money if you do. €10,000 is quite a bit for a title. Ty- like, that's, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, this is, it's just nice.
0: Not really mm-hmm. something that gets talked about ever. It's, like, the most um, not talked about title. I don't know if it's because we're in North America. I don't know if it's, view- maybe it's viewed a little differently in like Europe, but it's kind of not talked about as nearly as much as world championships or USA BMX, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Do we have a big enough podium for it, do you think? Yeah. Do we need like to do more, more, like, do we I need mean, to they- have like a check and a big podium, bigger trophy for it, maybe make it look different? I mean, they do
0: though. They do like a legit overall podium with like legit trophies and stuff like they do. Yeah. 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 It's interesting then, huh? And all the riders certainly know it's up for grabs. Like it's a big yes, deal.
1: totally. They do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but it's weird. It's not like uh, I don't know. It's it's not even from sponsors. In my, you know, in my experience with with companies, like it's it's for sure a big deal. Like if you want it, but it's not as big as no the other two by like yeah. not even really. It's not even really close, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate. Not unfortunate, like, but yeah, it's surprising because it is. Yeah, like, like the, marketability,
0: t- the marketability of it's like not even close to USA BMX or obviously the world, but
1: You just think it should be. We need to start making it that then.
0: Yeah. I haven't talked to like European-based companies about it. So maybe it's different in Europe. But I know North America, like it's big, but it's not. I don't know. If you ask most people who the World Cup overall title holder was, they probably wouldn't even know.
1: No. Uh, when we were talking about Grand Slams, I think we even had that title in there as one of them even though it's a title series, mm-hmm. series title, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, women day one. Yeah. Women day one. Um, Bethany was, was fucking back. I mean, first straights were looking like Tokyo. Holy
1: smokes. That was incredible. Some of the, some of her first straights where she seemed to upshift after the first jump or over the second jump was shockingly impressive
0: her top end speed is just higher than the rest of the women like it really is especially when she gets going she has another gear that they don't have like she can she can reach a higher speed than they can after the second jump and make a big difference so i think Mm -hmm. like on a long first straight it's more noticeable but they i think if she gets her best first straights and the rest do like they they can't keep up
1: it's really tough hey not without her top end like it is honestly it's it's almost a more, more so than Neek when he's in lane eight and he's feeling like he's on Bethany's to a whole other level than that in the women's class.
0: Yeah. I think the difference between Bethany and like Laura, for instance, is, is bigger than Neek to whoever Cam.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. 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 Like you said, like her top end speed, the way she, can, she keeps accelerating to the turn, it's, it looks different. It, it looks does. different it's than when the other goes different. different. Yeah. Yeah
0: some of the other oh. women like some of the other top women like they obviously they're making a difference on the rest of the rest of the uh rack or rest of the riders mm-hmm. but it, you don't see like the really explosive cell
1: acceleration from top end speed that you, that you see with bethany no no you don't no I, I mean you can tell from some of the videos she's posted on instagram like her one two three at the We've seen some of her full laps at Man- Manchester looks good. And then, yeah, this is just an example, like the speed she has. Like I think you can tell like Laura can keep up or catch her around the track when it comes to keeping that overall flow. But when it comes to those pedal strokes in between down the first straight, different level for sure.
0: And the best people with first straights, like ideally it should feel like you can never accelerate enough, meaning like. It shouldn't feel like you're plateaued with speed it should be like you know, no matter how fast you're spinning you feel like you can always go faster
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you see like the best people in the first straight it's like it, it looks like that like they can just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and they never reach their high, top speed which is why you do like over speed train and all that stuff so train yourself that you can never go fast enough and you can tell like with her it looks like if you had a mile first straight she would just get up to 200 miles an hour whereas a lot of other women like you get to a very high top end speed and you kind of stop.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a really good way of describing it. That seems It's if you think about it, it's exactly what you're seeing. Yeah. 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 Damn impressive. So cool to see her. I think that's her first world cup win of the year, which is a little bit surprising honestly with how fast she's been, Um, but very good. Cool for her.
0: Yeah. I think if she stays healthy the next however many years, five, four or five years, she's going to be very difficult for anybody to beat. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you start you you keep getting her on these longer first straights with multiple jumps like that. Like it's gonna to be tough. Good, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, overall race. I mean, Elise still, I didn't realize she's one of those riders like Neek who hasn't raced a World Cup since 2020. Mm-hmm. So Elise's last World Cup was Australia. That's wild. I mean, she races big races, so it's not anything different, but just that status kind of kind of wild. Um, she was on point, eh? Just doing all these really things. Yeah, yeah, it
0: looked really good, like super fast for a straight. Whole shotted Mariana in the quarter, quarter? Yeah. quarter. Yeah. In the quarter. Yeah. Um and Mariana's track speed was really good, like especially the second half of the track. But yeah, at least looked really explosive, looked really um, looked really complete.
1: Totally. Yeah. Full
0: package, as you say, right? Yeah, full package. Yeah, she did. Like she had a good full package, didn't look like weak anywhere. Like good track no. speed, good flow around the track. Like obviously Mariana's really good around the track and it's tough to hold off anywhere, but at least looked really clean everywhere.
1: yeah, man, Laura, I was just watching the video again too. Laura really got out in that final too on the inside, and like she's inside of Bethany, got out well, but over that first jump, I can't let me just see if I can watch the video and see, but that's the only place she got her like watch the video. Yes, yeah, Laura got out on that one. Man, it was just that top end speed from Bethany down that first straight, hey? Yeah, she can never yeah. go fast enough. yeah. No. <laughs> Um, but great battle from those ladies um did you see uh fellow answer bmx s squared rider lauren reynolds laza Bear, putting in the main obviously that's what she does but did you see her semifinal first rate? that was
0: nasty the pop one off in the semi
1: that was so sick to watch like i think i don't know for back, fact but I, I think she surprised herself because man she was ripping that was awesome Dude, she's moving, and was, it's just an absolute staple.
0: Um, obviously, podiumed on day two we'll get into in a bit, but, yeah, solid fourth on day one. I thought she could have maybe passed the least on the second straight. Um, she was pretty close to her, and I thought she might give her a run, but, anyway, really good um, really good race day for loss. Like, whole shotting a semi like that, I mean, super impressive.
1: Dude, super cool, Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Bear yeah, keeps race. getting better. Like, her starts, first straight, they just keep getting better. She's like a fine wine, just ripens with age. Right age it's, of 31 and just no signs of decline.
1: Dude, it's awesome, isn't it? It's so fun to watch just because sometimes you think that at that age, you're going to start to plateau or fit something. It's like, no, no, she's still getting better. She's still like improving on her weaknesses and making those even better. It's really impressive.
0: I think maybe we have this preconceived notion like
1: of, of sport
0: and athletes that people need to, that people, uh, I don't want to say die off. It's not the right term, but like decline with age or whatever, get to a certain age and you got to stop because maybe in the past it's happened. But now with like all the knowledge we have of nutrition, recovery, training, whatever, there's no reason you can't be competitive into your early 30s in elite. Like if you, if you have the genetics and you're, and you're smart with everything and whatever, there's no reason you can't, like we're seeing
1: it. Yeah. We're seeing it more and more, aren't we?
0: Yeah, and not even just, I mean, look at Serena Williams, just won a match at the US Open. You're mm-hmm. kind of seeing it in every sport. Like Phil Mickelson won a major at 50. I don't know. There's LeBron's, I don't know how old LeBron is. He's getting older. Yeah. I don't know. You see these sports and not young people are really succeeding.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. It's it's wild. Like I think it all has to do with the training and nutrition, like you just mentioned. Like yeah. the the amount of information we have that is one keeping people more fresh, more healthy throughout their career. And then they just continue to learn on that and grow more and more. And they still, if you have the same passion and fire, you're just going to keep continuing to do what you do, like get better and better. So yeah, it's really cool.
0: And I think maybe in the past too, because the BMXers like generation before us, they supercross got brought in later. So it was a tougher transition. They probably didn't last as long because they didn't, They didn't have that growing up but like this generation now like we all started in whatever our late teens so like we mm-hmm. all knew across at a young age so it's probably easier to stay in it than maybe the generations before us because of this vast change in bmx that happened in their era
1: yeah good point too i think it's got to be part of it right i think so yeah, yeah. hell of a
0: hell of a ride for bear.
1: Um, now uh, Vistra.
0: Oh, I was going to touch on. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'll be oh, so She just seems like a staple. As you sorry. said, yeah, I was going to say what you <laughs> yeah, said. It's just a staple. Stable, so good. Um, Peyton Ridenart, she's she was really pulling this weekend, like fast.
1: She's quick, hey. Eh? I mean, she had yeah. a lot of success here last year. This is what this race here is what got her into the the Olympics last year. Man, mm-hmm. she looked really good.
0: Yeah, she looks really good. Like especially out of the young younger women in the class, I thought she she didn't look like she was young. She looked like. Um, yeah. She just looked like one of the, one of the women in the, in the mix.
1: I got to take a quick pause here. Tom. I'm going to have to cough my lungs out. Are we still recording? Are we, Oh, we're still recording. We're still recording. Well, hold on. Okay. Should I just say bless you now or, or what? All right. I think we're back. <laughs>
0: okay. Anyway, Peyton, Peyton pulling. Um, did, you did you see the little... think...
1: continue? Sorry. I didn't continue, continue, continue. Let's say I,
0: I... Perhaps, especially being in Tulsa with a good supercross track to ride all the time has helped, I would think, too.
1: It probably does a big, a little bit for it. Hey, not something she probably is riding all the time. And it seems like they're having, we've talked about it with Delaney last week, that they're having camps there more often. Mm-hmm. And that's a techie, techie hill, techie track. Got to be beneficial. Maybe that's part of it, right?
0: Yeah. I think her gate form looks better too. Like I can tell she's working on it because if you compare videos now and in the past, I think her gates are a bit cleaner. So yeah, good work to Peyton. I think she'll have some good results soon.
1: I don't know if you caught it. Um, there was a little mishap in her semifinal, which is a little heartbreaking to, to see here, watch whatever. So her and men on were battling it out for the last spot in their semi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They come across the line. It was photo finished. I guess it comes up on the screen that Peyton got fourth spot. She qualified through. Um, but if you look at the photo finish, she didn't get it. And apparently she went up to the Hill for the main event and like went to the Hill to get good for the main. And they're like, no, you, you didn't get it. Cause like, oh, I, mean, yeah. on, I, I don't know the specifics. I got this third hand, third party. Somebody shared this with me, but I think um, like, I think men on like not protested, but like got comp- wanted confirmation. Like she thought she won and did. And then, Yeah, the photo finish shows that Manon, in fact, got her, but the time and what came up on the screen showed that Peyton got it. It's good. The transponder
0: must be in a different place on the fork or something or what?
1: I think so. I mean, the transponder time can always be off a smidgen. If it's a little different on the fork, if it's a different height, it makes a difference as well. So all those things can play a part. And that's why if it's ever within a certain amount of time, they always go to photo finish
0: so what about when we used to do time trials there must have been something like that without us knowing i think someone must have won a time trial they didn't get credited with a time trial win when it's like fucking identical close god had to
1: admit well you t- we want to talk about that one in Papadol when Ed's tremanis apparently his transponder fell off and he won because they still have a timer of some i don't even know if they use the transponder for those time trial laps do they
0: Okay. Yeah. That we. Yeah. Everyone used transponders for time trials, but I think he didn't
1: have it on. Yeah. So all. he didn't have it on. That was the most ridiculous, savaging situation because he apparently won the time trial without the transponder on, but then was disqualified and couldn't race.
0: Absurd. That Are was you... absurd. What
1: happened to him? <laughs> like I can't even like wrap my head around that now. And this is like how many years later? Like that doesn't uh, make Trimmy, a one yeah. bit of sense. Trimmy got fucked. He really did. He got absolutely bent over in that situation.
0: (laughs) First of all, the fact that he won the time trial, and didn't have a time, didn't have a transponder. Doesn't make any sense. I don't even know where to start with this. So for people that don't know, 2014, Tremontis won the time trial, wasn't wearing a transponder. So not only did they not credit him with the time trial win, they didn't let him race the next day. I don't know where to start with this. So first of all, where's your transponder, dude? You got to have it on for one. Yeah. Two, even if he didn't have it on, you still got to give him credit for the win because he won the time trial. And yeah. three, even if you say, okay, you don't get the time trial win, just give him 16th in the superfinal and let him race in it. The fact that you don't let him race the next day is the most infuriating, absurd thing I've ever heard in my
1: life. It doesn't make one bit of sense. No, I can't imagine being in their camp, in Eds's camp and having that happen and like how you you have every right to fight back against them. what do they? They just say no. Like I Lord would Christ? riot. What is what is the logic with that? There is I no. Logic. Logic. There is no logic. What? No. I would. I
0: probably. I pour, probably pour. If I'm not racing, I'm pouring gasoline all over the track and lighting lighting everything on fire, and nobody's racing the next day. If that, if I won the time trial and I can't race the next day because of this, I'm lighting the entire Papandal Hotel on fire.
1: Dude, there are some questionable things that I would be doing, like. <laughs> people would be very seriously concerned for my mental health about what I would do in that situation. I'd probably first, I'd probably like, I don't know, lie on the track for a while, not let anybody race. I'd probably go chain myself to the gate, not let the gate go up, not let anybody do it. Like there's no good explanation for what happened to him there.
0: There's certain, I know there's rules, but there's also like, you have to think rider first. Like you gotta, the riders have to be protected. You have to be protected. Like that's not okay.
1: Uh, no, like obviously, I don't think that could happen now. They must have changed it, but like even then, how could that even be come across somebody's mind that we, they're okay with what they were doing?
0: Yeah, how could you go to sleep be like you know what? Yeah, we enforce, we did a great
1: job. We kept our I, made the, I made the right call. Like like the no goal of the
0: rules should be to protect like the integrity of all the riders, and I don't think yes. not one rider would be like, yeah, you
1: know what? Great work. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Great work. That that was very fair. What you did really fair really happy about that decision great job no, no. you're like what are we doing here like his transponder clearly fell off or we forgot it which is bad on his part but so he gets last in the, the super final he earned yeah. his way into the super final he just gets last in it
0: simple like just give him last and every, of course he'd still be pissed but he'd probably be like okay well like i'm pissed but i kind of get it
1: yeah whatever and then
0: of- you, you start lane two the next day who i mean whatever
1: <laughs> big whoop <laughs> yeah you still get a shot to race
0: yeah, but that is right. that was that was one of the mo- most absurd rules and or rulings I've ever seen.
1: I, even like we said to this day, it doesn't make sense. So
0: to this day, I'm still upset for Tremontis that that happened.
1: <laughs> I want to have him on just to talk about that day and that incident. Yeah, because I was like, I feel pissed for him. I'm getting fired up now thinking about it. I know. Fuck this shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that's fucking bullshit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right well
0: day two cam wood really really did it first world cup win man he um you know the u.s hasn't had like a a real superstar since connor and corbin like they've they've always had good riders always you know good elites um but Cam is, is different. He's a guy. He's like a winner now, and he's, he's a guy that can win World Cup titles and probably, you know, I could see him winning World Championships and that. And The U.S. hasn't had someone like that since Conor and Corbin, so that's, I think, really exciting.
1: Very exciting. Very exciting for everybody watching. Very exciting for everyone in the U.S. This was the breakthrough, I think. Like, this about a- I, this weekend, like, he, he podiumed at uh, the World Cup in Papendal. He was in that World Championship final last year. But this was different. Like this was him coming up front to being a winner.
0: Yeah. Anyone on Tulsa, like the USA BMX round, which is big. Yeah. But I feel like this is the one where it's like, okay, he's uh, he's like, he's there. He's the top, like world class
1: guy. Part of it is the way he did it too. I think, like the fact that he was, man, his kink times, his hill times, he was blowing. We talk about Beth being able to accelerate more down the first straight than other people. We talked about Kai being able to pass people down the second half of the track. Cam was doing his thing off the start to the first jump. He was Mm -hmm. a bike ahead of some of the top guys in the world to the first jump, which is unheard of. If you're half a bike normally, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. A full bike ahead at that point. Unbelievable. Um, It was just so fucking cool to see. Yeah. And impressive to watch.
0: And he did it beside Isaac, who flinched hard in the pause. Oh my god.
1: You haven't seen dude. we
0: haven't seen that in a while, I feel like.
1: No, I don't we haven't. And I think it's because his gates so fast. Maybe I don't know why, but dude, yeah, that was a hard, that was a big flinch.
0: And shout out to Isaac still getting on the box too. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, first of all, like the top the inside three there, Joris, I think was in one, didn't flinch. Obviously, Cam didn't flinch. Isaac three flinches, and they all still one, two, like on the box nuts. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Cam and Jor still got out really well, which yeah. isn't easy. Like, someone flinches beside you, even if you don't. Like, it kind of, like, can jolt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, good on them for staying focused and just locked in and getting out getting out well. just goes to show how, how focused he was and how, you know, professional those guys
1: are. Dude, yeah, because almost always, if one guy flinches, somebody else reacts poorly or flinches or does something, right? I yeah, mean, it can be just
0: an automatic automatic you're you're on such a razor's edge that something yeah. like that can can happen quite easily
1: and the two guys into the first turn that were side by side were the guys on either side of isaac so like cam obviously whole shots uh kai was on the outside of isaac still gets out fine gets the first turn like top two like it's damn impressive i say i have a fun
0: fact here too kenwood's 21 and joris is 31 just 10 year difference
1: dude crazy right yeah yeah, yeah that's so we, we'll talk about some of the podiummates just because I thought that was wild. But, yeah, that fact that, yeah, Cam's 21, won a World Cup now. I don't know who's the youngest past winner recently. But then, yeah, Jorison second is the absolute veteran on the circuit right now at 31 is pretty cool to think yeah. about. So, yeah. Yeah, wild. So I'm just watching the race over two just So, dude, there's so much good action.
0: Cam's top end, too, like after the second jump was – really good like his ability to accelerate between the second and third jumps the top end speed was he made a big difference compared to the other guys
1: i love his action of the gate man i could watch that over and over yeah it's just sam just, just a sam
0: willoughby 2.0
1: right here dude what, what did you call him like in uh, tulsa i can't remember but it was like spot on
0: yeah it's sam
1: yeah um good race all around like a lot of the guys joris was still flying that day his lap time got even quicker from the day before he got the lap fast lap of the weekend for the, the men. Um, and still like dude, for a guy that is just, we constantly see hole shotting and I would consider it like a normal, just to hole shot and do his lap still raced really well. He got, he was on the inside, been cut off battles way into the first turn battles way with, um, with Kai and Isaac and in through the second turn down the third straight to stay on the box. Um, as if I got friends with the guy, but it's cool to see a guy that can, you know, later part of his career, still having such, such good success too.
0: I, li- I still like Joris to win, a, win one next weekend.
1: 100% I do. I, yeah. I'd put money on it, yeah. The, the like- speed he has, how consistent he is, yeah. It just seems like it's just clockwork for him sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um, so what happened to uh, the magician, little magician? Oh, he
1: got caught up in that, um, in the, the quarterfinal you posted with, uh, with Alfredo and and sylvan
0: oh right what am i saying yeah I yeah so to...
1: yeah yeah okay that was that was the second day right yeah it was the second day yeah um yeah unfortunately both days in a row so first day he was in the semi got caught up with the crash with cedric and the brazilian right. guy
0: yeah, okay, the second yeah. Day a quarter. Um, okay.
1: and then the first day was or sorry, the second day was then yeah that that quarterfinal with sylvan alfredo and whatnot so
0: It's hard. There's so many fast guys that can do well. It's hard keeping track of when they went out, what happened, and like what
1: they did. It is, dude. It's honestly shocking. There's like 30 guys you got to keep tabs on. It's, dude. BMX is nuts right now. It is in one of the most (laughs) crazy spots where there are people from countries that you would not expect to be near the front who are having first rates that are beating some big ass names, and then there's the amount of people that still our big names that are still in there making it happen day in day out it's just like there's too many guys to keep track of sometimes we need to talk about
0: simon so do we think he's lost it at this point like do we think he'll he'll ever do we do we think he do we think he sucks at bmx now
1: what did you what, what's the saying those rainbow stripes are heavy, <laughs> <It's> heavy.
0: <laughs> yeah he's um he's lost it he officially sucks at BMX. He probably won't be back.
1: Just, he's done, right? Hanging the bike up, hanging the jersey. Yeah. Poor, poor guy. He'll probably win next weekend. Yeah, probably now. <laughs> uh, I hope he knows we're joking. No, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Like, that's one of those guys. We're
0: kidding. We're kidding, people. Sarcasm.
1: Yeah. Before we yeah. get, I, I rate DMs from a bunch of Swiss people. We're kidding. I hate that we have to say that because if anybody knew us, it would be very obvious sarcasm. But, but no, I mean, like, dude, that's a show is like world champion. Obviously, it's a different spot. Like I think you made a post about it, it's a different spot than he's used to being in, having the rainbow. I think probably with regards to having the rainbows on. Um, just had a tough weekend. But like you just said, I would not be surprised if he showed up next weekend and won one of the days.
0: Yeah, he's obviously fast as fuck and he just didn't have a have a have a great weekend, which is gonna happen. Yeah. Um, It probably it takes it'll probably take some adjusting to to wear the world champ jersey too. like it's one thing to win it but then having to race with it like obviously I never experienced it and very few people have and some people might be able to adapt to it right away but it probably takes a little bit to adjust to it like all of a sudden you have so many eyes on you and you're doing every interview you're wearing
1: the jersey all that like it's not easy can't be right no No. a lot more not responsibility but. A lot more that comes with it now for sure yeah
0: but no doubt yeah. he's won some big titles and races last years i have no doubt that he'll be back next weekend with a with a vengeance
1: yeah um overall series is obviously up for grabs to the end of next weekend um sylvan in the lead i'm just checking on 15 bmx they wrote a little bit about it just so people can go take a look and see what needs to be done for sylvan or someone else like cam wood to win it but by the looks of it i think Knowing how consistent Sylvan is, it would take some crazy things to happen for him not to win the overall title, I think. World Cup title number two, well, legend. Yeah, it would be, would be pretty damn good for him if you can do that, hey? Yeah, super cool. Um, get into the women quickly? <clears throat>
0: yeah, women. Laura, number 26. It's just a joke at this point.
1: It's just – these it's are a funny numbers. It's, just, it's yeah. a
0: joke. at this. We're living in a simulation.
1: What we do. It's absolutely absurd when she has racked up this many wins.
0: Just the absolute world cup goat. And it, it feels like she just got to 20 and now she's at 26. She's probably going to get to fucking 45 by the time she's done racing.
1: Dude, can you imagine this number? I think is going to be I'm, I'm talking about these stats and these, these icons in our, in our sports right now, that number's going to be unbeatable. I don't see anybody beating that number anytime soon ever. It's a mythical number. I can't even, can't even begin to think about like how nuts it is. 26 wins. It's a joke. It'll be a cool day when she gets to 30. I mm. hope she gets to 30 when she's 30. Hmm. Two more World Cups
0: left this year, plus probably how many next year? Say 10.
1: Bank on 10. What? I think she could do it. So say 10 next year? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Let's bank on 10 just because just it's an even number. I think she could do it.
0: When's her birthday? Isn't it like in the summer or fall or something?
1: Um, I think it's got to be in the fall because she's 29, I think, right now. She's a year younger than you. Yeah. So. It's got to be earlier in the year then. Well, how old are you? You're 30, right? I'm 30. So she's already 29, right? Okay, so she's already 29. So she'll then next year she'll turn 30. She's got all the next year, though. That's fine.
0: Yeah, so she's gotta win, win like she might win one next weekend. So 27. So she's gonna win three. She's got about 30%
1: next year. Yeah, we got it. Easy. We got it. Come on, Laura. Let's let's go. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, it's gonna be crazy. We'll get to 30. I I think it's just a matter of time. I think so too. Based on how one to get once again, she's one of those people seems to be able to improve on her weaknesses and make her strengths even stronger. She world, Cup,
0: world Cup GOAT.
1: Yeah, straight up World Cup GOAT. You want to talk about the amount of experience that the women's elite podium had on day two. You had Laura with a win, 29 years old, three Olympics, world champion, however, in first place. You had Elise, three-time Olympian, multi-time World Cup winner, world champion in two lauren answer bmx s squared in third three-time olympian multi-time world cup podiums like holy shit the amount of experience between the three is insane
0: yeah like he tweeted nine olympic games and two olympic medals
1: yeah yeah that's wild those women have seen some things dude it's crazy it is crazy They've yeah. been around the block or two. They've they've raced their bike a couple of times, eh? Not the first podium
0: they've stepped on. Laza no. has sneakily collected a lot of World Cup podiums for a long time. Like she she podiumed in like Frejus in like 09 or 2010 or something. Like that was no, 12 years ain't. ago. Yeah. So she's like low-key, been collecting these things
1: for a long time. When did when do you think Elise got her first World Cup podium? Do you think it was around the same year? Was it before that, you think? That's Later?
0: That's a good question.
1: Let's see if I can look it up. I'll look it up while we're talking right now because I actually want to know this one right now. So that'd be interesting to know who has the biggest kind of separation of when they got their they have had World Cup podiums.
0: I want to say Laza might have actually podiumed before Elise at Supercross.
1: Okay, so I? Who should I look up first? Uh, Elise. Let's go to Elise. I bet Elise was like 2010, maybe. All right. Bear with me while we try to find this up because kind of I'm really interested in this thing, though. Yeah,
0: I want to say Bear maybe. I want to say Bear got one in 09 or 10.
1: 2010
0: for sure, maybe 09.
1: Okay. Um. Oh, I think I'm at the wrong – I think I was looking at the wrong last name. Changed last name. My bad. Looking up where you're looking post? Yeah. That was I, still catch yeah.
0: My, I still catch myself doing that too. It's
1: just a habit sometimes.
0: I know. All right, let's go back into
1: here. Do you, Lauren, do, you Lauren, do
0: you think Lauren or Ryan are gonna? One of them is gonna change their name. Oh, Ryan's gonna do Ryan Reynolds. I think. How laugh out loud funny is that? Right, that is
1: awesome. Are you kidding? That's me?
0: fucking badass, Ryan Reynolds.
1: <laughs> that is so good. All right. So by the looks of it, her Alicia's first podium was 2010 Chula Vista.
0: Okay, 2010. Yeah,
1: makes sense. Okay, and then. We'll go find uh, find LaZar now just to just to confirm that one too because I want to
0: say like phrase use 2010 for Laza.
1: Okay, oops, oh, oops, 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 oops. I'm having issues here with my computer. We're back. Um, bear with me, people. It's coming.
0: It's the MJ fact checker segment.
1: This is why we don't do the fact checkers. This is one I of the. Really-
0: when we obviously didn't know we were going to talk about this, we couldn't possibly know.
1: Okay, so it's not, her podium's not in the same time. So they both had the same final, I think in 2009. Lauren's first final was, in, yeah, her first World Cup, apparently, 2009. Her first podium was 2010 Frejus, yeah. God, I'm good. Oh. But so Chula Vista 2010 was the race before that.
0: So they basically did it at the same time.
1: Same year, two weeks races. Apart. So technically, Elise has it by like the one race, but that's crazy. Like a week or two apart. That's, yeah, holy smokes.
0: You know, it was badass back then. You'd race in San Diego at a World Cup, and then like a week later, you'd fly to the south of France. What a season-ending two World Cups that was.
1: That had to have been an absolute treat.
0: Talk about two like beautiful beach vacation
1: destinations just for World Cups. Man, that would have been awesome, right? Eh? Bring yeah, that back. No, okay. That was the dream. Yeah. Holy smokes. Um, but, yeah, good race in that final by the women again. I mean, there's much more to say about it. The gay uh, Zoe back in the final. She missed out on the final the first day, but she's clearly back on form the second day. Um, Lauren Elise just had a, had a duel down that first straight on the second day, though. Side note, can we get a graph tracker? What's graph up to? i see seen round. around. Graphs looking really good, really comfortable with his team. I, I think he's really comfortable in his role now by mm. the looks of it. I um, think he's enjoying it. From, I haven't, haven't asked him these questions, but I'd, I'd say he's enjoying it. Everything looks like it's smooth operating for him and his team, I'd say, right now. Who knows if that's really the case. But. How's in hairline? It probably hasn't gotten better. How much worse has it gotten? <laughs> that I couldn't tell you. I haven't paid attention to that. <laughs>
0: God, I thought I missed seeing Graph.
1: It's, he's one of the guys i love chatting with he's always know. You know, got something to talk about it's yeah man we need to get you back on the circuit t
0: god i fucking miss all these people badly right we miss how's you that, how's that, how's number 65 how's lp doing
1: lp is doing his business at all times um, he, is a,
0: he is a businessman lp
1: absolutely in a great way he's always teams being taken care of they always got the most factory looking pit set up um Always just, yeah, routine mode. Routine business, got to do his stuff.
0: He is just a pro's pro. One of the most professional people I've ever met in every way.
1: True, true that. Um, Jasper's, same thing. You know, just looking like an absolute business time, doing his thing.
0: Very, very professional.
1: Yeah. Now we could talk about Sam being the Australian coach. um, Businessman doing his thing, watching all his riders, getting his film ready. You know, same as he he would do with his other riders, but now it's different as he's, you know, a national team coach. Yeah. Um, very, Tra- very, in, very intense. Very intense. Yeah. Same with his guys. And they're all, I mean, these guys are looking yeah. fucking good. Got to say yeah. that. Um, Kev Tracker. Kev's have, was, you know, out there. Had his hands full a little bit. I think he was doing his UCI business, but I think at the beginning of the week, he was helping with the uh, British team as well because mm-hmm. Bloomie wasn't able to make it this trip or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he was a busy guy. Oh, dude. Uh, McLean gnarly crash apparently in practice the first day or sorry,
0: Yeah, i, saw it. I was gonna say i saw his instagram post today
1: yeah i think it was yeah before racing. Saturday morning. saturday morning yeah he was like a gate or two behind me in practice so i didn't see it happen but i saw him coming off so i knew it was him apparently his crank or something broke off downhill oh, no one foot ejected off off oh, the first no. jump or something and thank god somehow was okay to walk away from it i think he injured his wrist a little bit but he's like okay crazy Well,
0: wow, poor guy, that's so scary.
1: bike yeah. oh apparently God. cartwheeled over the first jump and somehow landed sitting upside down on the landing of the first jump
0: he's someone we obviously didn't talk about because we didn't see him but i was i was actually really interested to see him in in racing the world cup
1: yeah it's unfortunate i don't think we're seeing the we didn't get to see his best form after the incident like that
0: I think he's one of the most. In, he's going to be one of the most interesting guys to follow on the World Cup scene the next couple of years.
1: I agree. Yeah, because I mean,
0: he he's like been dominant slash winning a lot of the U.S. races, but he, he hasn't like done the you know done the World Cups or transferred onto the World Cup, So it will be it'll be cool to see what he what he does.
1: He's put a lot of time and effort into those ABA rounds for sure, and it's clearly paid off. And I think now we're starting to transition a little bit of that into. The yeah World Cups, knowing with the Olympics is an opportunity for him. So obviously, yeah. it really will be cool to see how he handles it, and how he does with it.
0: Yeah. So um, how's the how's the team Canada pit set up? How's how's the vibes in the team?
1: Vibes are vibes are good. We had a kind of funny situation. So we obviously reserved, bought whatever you have to do to get a tent for the the weekend. But we all of a sudden had a had a rider from Portugal in the tent with us what he he also had his his plaque up on the tent for one rider from portugal i don't understand how the fuck this works when you buy a tent i thought you just get the fucking tent yeah. but we have this dude from portugal is there with his um coach mom sister i don't know with another lady helping him out but he's there pretty much by himself just in our tent with us
0: was he was he cool to talk to him or no
1: uh, cool guy by the sounds of it didn't really talk to him though um we didn't attempt to talk to him so it's not like he wasn't talking I just never really attempted to <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but yeah just kind of a funny situation I don't know how you just did they not have enough tents and he also bought a tent so they just threw him with us because we're Canada and we're just nice and we can't say no like I don't know how do we get to, how we to get this guy in our tent
0: probably the combination of like oh they're like oh Canada's a smaller country it's not a big deal would to stick him with them
1: yeah yeah I mm-hmm. know it's like I don't get it so uh not a bad thing though it's not like we have that many riders at the end of the day um the vibes are good i mean personally tough weekend um we're finding things you need to get better at which is that's always part of the game molly moved up to elite um she's kind of back with the big dogs i think that was a little bit of a awakening she's like she obviously was doing so well in u23 that now that she's back in elite it's just a different category so thanks she's each day she got better got her feet wet so that's a good thing for her um Ryan finally got a world cup weekend under his belt about time i was um, thinking that about our about our guy about our guy rt wow i'm getting so many texts
0: you're a our porn guy, guy. <laughs> about our guy rt yeah he i mean he weeded himself in europe this year so we didn't get to race the world cup so this is kind of like his new experience at the class at the end of the year
1: it is yeah pretty wild i mean in, it crashed in glasgow didn't race the weekend that was his first ever world cup he was doing in ever um yeah Race the year round, crashed pretty hard. Just had some months off the bike, and this is his first race back. And he's looking fast as hell. Kid's looking like an absolute unit. You want to talk about a good looking fella right there? I mean, fantastic guy. But he, he looks really quick. He had I saw some of his races. Um, his speed is capable to be competitive with the fastest guys in U twenty three. But I think this experience is what he needs, and this is the perfect experience to be or place to be in that experience. A double header yeah. back to back. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, I think some of that self-belief will come and, and getting used to battling with those guys and the tighter racing in the corners for sure that he has probably hasn't had a whole lot of the last few years.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, Curtis as well, U23 for Canada has improved his speed a shit ton. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, he's trying to, he's, he's starting to learn he needs to get that experience racing at that speed with those guys.
0: It's tough racing, like it's tough racing. The, the pace of the class is so fast that you need to get used to, not only just gating with them, but just everywhere around the track, corners, everywhere.
1: Yeah. It's, it's different being able to just gate against yeah. somebody and race them than it is to race the full class in a race. So, and uh, yeah, and then we have Kira on U23, who's actually a junior rider, but racing U23. So, um, small group, which is like, it's what we're, we're used to in the Canadian scene, but it's uh, a good group of people for sure. Missing and Tegan, but uh, yeah, good group.
0: Yeah. I miss my team.
1: We miss you, but. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> that, was a clutch, that was a clutch mute with a sneeze. I put it right
0: in time. Um, it feels like yeah. it's been, I mean, it has been quite a long time since so I've traveled with the team, but it seems like a long time.
1: It is wild that I've now gone from the, having you as a senior, like having it with the team, then you kind of, we had Alex on the team, you're gone, Alex is gone, and now Ryan's come up and now he's the one on the team with me. It's just like, man, it would have been fun to have all four of us together. Ryan oh, always says it, it too, man. He's like, "I wish we had Tori here on these days. Like, it'd be such a good time."
0: I wish I was there too. Like, it would be so fun to still be racing and have um have like Ryan on the team and stuff. That'd be so cool. I would cause an absolute ruckus. I missed that part. Like traveling with the team and everything is so much fun. Like I do miss that.
1: It's at the end of the day. Like I think I said in my post a little bit. I, I was going to sit on coffee chat on my post, but it's like, dude, the fact that we're just racing bikes in Colombia with your friends. People around. I mean, it's just like, what a, what a time to be alive, hey? Eh? It's, it's just so a good fun. time. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's what like I, I kind of miss the miss the most it's just that part. It's so fun. Like it's being an athlete and traveling with the team and stuff is the best job in the world.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah. No wonder so many like guys and ex racers and whatever like to come and help out with the team afterwards too.
0: Totally yeah so. totally that's why like i love doing the tv stuff too with the races like you just you still get to go and travel and be a part of it that's why so many people stay in the industry with whatever jobs and like obviously i'm coaching now and stuff but it's just it's so fun just to still be a part of everything
1: yeah no it totally is hey
0: yeah and that's why yeah. like i mean other sports people become color color commentators coaches whatever it's just yeah it's just yeah it's part of it
1: it's cool yeah really cool yeah. nice having them around too we're on, we're on to Columbia too. Anything else? Uh, let's bang. Up. There's some quick shots, I think. Oh, uh, right. let's, let's just bang those out and we're on to Columbia too after that. Shout uh, out
0: to uh, Team USA for finally winning the Motocross of Nations too. It was an 11 year drought, 10 year Holy drought. Holy
1: smokes. How awesome is that? Did you watch it? I didn't, but I just saw the results.
0: They, they rode super well. Like they were clearly the best team.
1: That's, it was cool. Like, obviously, we have a Canadian team that makes the nations. Um, but nice. I root for the US guys. I know I root for the US guys because I watch US motocross, and those are the guys I like to like, follow. So
0: I know. Yeah. yeah I, I, that's the thing. Same with like golf and the President's Cup and European or uh, Ryder Cup. It's like US versus the world or US versus Europe. I always cheer for the US. Like, I just love the players.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got an interesting situation that I didn't know about that I'm going to check in on right now what apparently we breaking we breaking news well i'm not this is might not be breaking to some people but i was just reading one of the comments on chatter and i'll just read it because it's from sebas 404 he's a staple in our question quick shot, quick shot question segment he goes what happened to the Colombian girl in women u23 who came in third and even got the flowers but then appeared in eighth and echo Gomers was moved from fourth to third I'm thinking there must have been a disqualification of some sort, hey? Had to been. I didn't know this. I didn't know this either. And I, I'm i trying to find a podium shot with everyone. But, of course, I can't find a, a podium shot with everyone. I'm going a, I'm to a
0: find one. I just got so much spam on my latest Instagram post. The comments these days, the
1: spam comments from people are absurd. It's ridiculous, hey? Oh, oh yeah, so, Yeah, God. Eco Gomer's was is on the podium in third place on U23 on day two. I don't have the race readily available to watch and to see, but I'm going to guess there was a disqualification somewhere.
0: Uh, I honestly didn't know or slash hear about that.
1: Yeah. So is the first time I'm hearing about it too. Huh. Oh, that sucks. Bummer. Shoot, eh? That's Just true. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next quick shot. <laughs> yep. Um, am I doing them?
0: Yeah, go for it. I got it too,
1: but go for it. Okay, I'm doing a a comment. From Chance underscore four or five. What WTF was the Terminator robot saying after the women's rider introductions on Saturday?
0: I didn't really have the volume on,
1: so I can't say. So I went back and checked in on this. There was some random saying going on after the women's rider introductions. Unlike the men who got the gunshot. (laughs) The women got something random. I don't know what it was. It was extremely cringy and weird. Um, from John Kerr BMX, I like this one.
0: In honor of MXDN, so Motocross of Nations podium, pick BMX designations teams for 2023. Two elites, one U23 for U.S., France, and Australia. So for people that don't know, Motocross of Nations is a country-versus-country country motocross race, and they pick two 450 guys and one 250 guy for each team. Yeah. So... This is good. Two elites and one U-23. So team USA. I mean Oh boy. So I'd go Chem Wood. I'd go Chem Wood, Corbin, and
1: probably Drew. Drew Polk. Yeah, for U23. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Good option right there. I like that. Okay. Uh, I'll do the same. I would do the same on that one. So okay. uh France. I'm taking Joris and Sylvan. I think it's Joris and Selvin, and then mm-hmm. you take Leo for the U23. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, they could make three competitive teams, but I think that would be the A team.
1: Dude, it's crazy. They could make three.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Australia? I mean, Isaac. Isaac, Josh. I don't do it. Oh, and then i take – for U23, I'd probably take Jack Davis. S squared, right? Yeah. There. No big deal. Uh,
0: yeah, I'd pick Jack too. I think that's a good pick.
1: Yeah, I'd it's like hard Jack. to think about because they don't have any U twenty threes here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd pick. Yeah, I'd pick him.
1: Yeah. Okay. Good question. I like that.
0: Yeah.
1: That was fun. Um, from dangerous, dangerous, dangerous day, to, day to be a beer. Day to be a beer. <laughs> Who is more consistent, Sylvan Andre or Lauren Reynolds? It's a good questions.
0: comparison, but i say i would say sylvan
1: uh yeah i'm the same i have to bank on one i'll say him but man they are they're the two most consistent battlers in their classes
0: from anna norsgaard how difficult is it for foreign guys to get used to the altitude good question do you struggle with it at all because bogota is super high altitude
1: yeah it's it like is crazy 8, high
0: 10, 8 feet or something
1: so i don't know what feet but in meters it's like where we're racing is like twenty six hundred meters, I think. I think Bogota is like twenty six hundred meters.
0: So that would times it by three point three or whatever it is. Three point three. Yeah. So so, our ski, so it's like like eight like thousand feet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, our ski mountains at home are fifteen hundred meters approximately. So,
0: yeah. Is it? Are you struggling?
1: Yeah. So so again, I did answer the question. No, I'm I personally I haven't been struggling, but you definitely notice it. Like when you're cooling down between race laps, it takes a little bit longer. When you're cooling down between efforts, when you're walking up the hill to the gate, everything is takes a little bit longer to recover. But it's not, it's not like crazy at the end of the day either. You notice it, but it's fine. That makes sense. Because
0: I okay. remember even when Meta is high, it's like eighteen hundred meters, so it's like six thousand feet. Mm-hmm. I remember even like the first morning, like doing lunges or a dynamic warm up, I was more out of breath, and I remember the first. Practice day, we had on the supercross track because you got to ride quite a bit. Like in those practice, my heart rate was so high, like pounding. I remember that evening, like my heart rate stayed high, and then I think during racing, I was fine.
1: But you know. yeah, it's definitely like I think I've, when people have asked me about it, I've said the same thing that I notice it more during my dynam warm up than I do when I'm on oh. the track. I think it's because once you're on the track, you normally are tired to begin with, um so you're just used to it. But normally in a dynam, I'm not used to huffing and puffing. And I am now, so. definitely noticeable
0: definitely would be an advantage to live there and train there and then go race at sea level
1: holy smokes it's like no wonder the columbia guys and like are so they seem like they never get tired around the track no wonder yeah yeah it would make a
0: honestly it would make a big difference at a world cup just your capacity to recover and you'd be able to handle way more volume
1: for sure yeah makes a lot of sense pretty fortunate for sure um from scott wire what was the upset you didn't see coming? Hmm. Good question. I think I would go – I have kind of two in my head. Um, Corbin going out early, I think. I think he went out early both days. Um, but my other one was going to be Carlos not being in one of the finals in the first weekend.
0: I was going to say Carlos, yeah.
1: Yeah. He just, it seemed like he was going to find his way. He looked really fast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd say Simon too. Surprise.
1: Oh, yeah. See, I didn't think about that. That's a big one.
0: Yeah, I'd say Simon. Simon and Carlos would be probably the two for me going on early.
1: Yeah, if you take a step back and realize Simon, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. So. And we'll just do the last one from Team ORP. Is is Laura back?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fucking back. (laughs) She's terrible there for a while. (laughs) She's back. (laughs) Yeah, she's uh she's most definitely she's most definitely there. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Uh yeah, she's fun to watch. Um all right, we're on to we're on to Columbia too.
1: Hope you guys enjoyed the show. I thought that was a great one. Um, Columbia too, I hope is, is, and I expect it to be just as exciting. So uh, let's have a good weekend, folks. Stop on green. Stop on year. green, everybody. For a good year, get you with today, winning starts at the Great Gate.
0: Yeah, well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter?
1: Get off my back. (laughs) You have to be fast in the truck. I hate that guy.